only you know it There's such a lot of living to do They're sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna. Hey, girlfriends. Welcome back. I am Whitney Lasky, and I am sitting here with the gorgeous and talented Shelly MacArthur. And uh, just coming back from a post-Thanksgiving trip. And we're missing a girlfriend today, favorite listeners. We're missing Shauna. Shauna Montgomery. Let's talk about Shauna Montgomery. Let's talk really dirty about (laughs) Shauna Montgomery. Now's our opportunity. Let's Um, dish the dirt. I I missed the last show. I'm I'm sorry that I missed the last show. I was. Uh, we talked about Whitney Lasky. Yeah, Did, oh, I'm gonna have to. Li- I'm gonna have to tune into that show. Yeah, tune in. No, it wasn't. It wasn't our best show, but we we had fun. We had fun. I, I spent a spectacular weekend in the Wisconsin Dells at the Great Wolf Lodge. I don't know if any of our listeners have been to a Great Wolf Lodge, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to many Great Wolf lodges. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go. Um, and uh, it is just a giant water park. The second you enter, you can smell the chlorine. And what else? And uh, giant water park in hockey. I can't think of anything worse. These rinks are, you know, they're not uh, heated, you know. They're just absolute freezing, freezing. And, um, you know, if you go back at, like, my older one, I asked him, like, what are your best memories of vacations? It's always the Great Wolf Lodge because you know what? They're with their little friends. They have independence. And they can order pizza. Right. It's like not any of the other, you know, spectacular venues that they've, you know, been at or stayed at. You know, it's like, you know, the place where I walk in with like a giant blower of Lysol before, you know, I'm like, don't step on the floor. Don't step on the floor. (laughs) Did you wash your hands? Did you you wash your hands? Make my kids like wear flip flops in the shower. I do. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, but, you know, it just, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. And it was like Brett's at the perfect age. He's eight where it, like being with his friends, like, you know, I could really see that it was special for him. So so that was nice. Um, and it was nice just, you know, spending time with him. And they won the championship. Wow. Yeah, which was great. Good for them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my little one's the goalie. So he gets, you know, all pent up and nervous, you know. He's like, I just don't like this. I don't like this. You know, but well, that- goalies are very hard. You know, goalies, I've really, having a goalie myself, a son is a goalie. You know, goalie is the last glory position of a hockey team. So when you really think about the hockey players and you really analyze the fact, what is in a goalie's mind? Can you imagine the pressure that goalies endure? Right. I'm like, what do you think about? Because sometimes he'll get shot on, you know, 22 times in a game. Exactly. And sometimes he'll get shot on three times in a game. It's like, you know, when we used to act, you know, and you're like waiting, you know, for the director to call, you know, it's time for your scene. And you wait and wait and wait and wait. And then you have to be like on. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know. It's it's really quite an it's an interesting I mean, you know, I I know there have been many studies made on it, but it's it's really an interesting personality. First, besides having the talent, it's an interesting personality to be a goalie. You you endure so much pressure and you have to be you have to have such quick hand eye coordination and you your mind has to just be able to just react I, I really, I, I have a great, um, 
I just honor the goalies. I think they're just incredible people. Because you know, when ask, all else fails, right. it's the goalies. Right. I, I ask, like, what do you think about when you're in the net? You know, it's like I don't know. I don't know. No, but really, what a great learning lesson in life. But that's you know, I love the the only the Wolf Lodge would throw me. Oh my! Well, yeah, that uh, that part. I, it's like suspension of disbelief. I mean. Back in the old days, I would have just drank my way through it. You know, I would have had, like, my bottle of vodka in my cooler, and I would have just, you know, I would have just drank my way through it. And a lot of the parents do do that, you know. Um, but now, since I don't drink, you know, it's tough because I actually have to, like, you know, see the dirt. So, you know, I, I bring... You have to see the dirt or the well, germs? The, the germs. I just, it's like, you know... You imagine the I germs. I imagine them. And, you know, Brett's like, Mom, there's something scratchy under my pillow. And I'm like, oh, my God. I turn the light on, and I'm thinking, you know. And then I realize it's just the sheets, you know. Like, the sheets are so bad that they're like, you know. Well, there have been those hockey moms that bring their sheets. Um, well, I did bring pillows. I brought pillows. And I did bring blankets. But, yeah. oh, my gosh. I mean, just. It's a long know. weekend. There's no doubt about that. But I wanted to find out because, you know. Um, on the previous show, or actually it was several shows ago, you had just gotten this wonderful, adorable new dog, Cubby. Cubby. Which is a Labradoodle. She's a teddy bear golden doodle. Did she go with you? Uh, she did not. Uh, you cannot have dogs there. I, mean, I don't know what lodge. difference it makes, but, you know, um, you cannot have dogs there. And... Uh, so she was at home. So how is she doing? I want to hear everything. She's going to a trainer every day. Good, good. And the trainer is like this Morgan Friedman kind of horse whisperer kind of guy. And he sees me and he's like, nope. He's like, you're just, you know, he's like, you're just big and lovely. And everybody just, you know, you're like ice cream. You're like a cupcake. You Wait, know, this is the dog? Yeah. Well, no, me. Oh, I you. Mean, the dog. When she's with the trainer, he says, go potty. She goes, she goes potty. Oh. I'm there, and it's like, potty time. Why don't you take the trainer's commands? I do do the, oh, I, I do, but the second she comes home, it's like, oh. you know, I, I just have absolutely no, I don't know. It's no wonder my kids don't listen to me. I mean, I, I just. Wait, I, is she sleeping through the night? No, she howls like. St something's wrong. She, Whitney, she's put her still in the howling. Crate. Yeah, I put her in the crate, and she's just howling. Did you try the towel over the crate? Yeah, she wants to. I think she just wants to be. You know. But have you gone to get her? She wants to be with her cupcake. I have not taken her out. Uh -uh. Does Brett? No. Nope. Mm -mm. Oh, good. No, because everybody says, oh, eventually, you know. Yeah, She'll but stop that's... doing that. Well, guess what? It's been two and a half weeks, and she hasn't stopped. Wait, do you, do you put the towel down over her cage? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, I, I, what does your dog whisper say? You know, well, she doesn't do that when she's at the trainer. They put her in the crate. She's fine. And she feels the love. Then our babysitter, um, because we went away for Thanksgiving, the babysitter had her at her apartment, and she's like, "No, she didn't cry at all." I'm like, "In in her crate." So I think it's just me. I think she just, you know. She's taking advantage. You know? She's smart and she knows, ooh, this one's a real sucker. So I'm going to just, I I'm mean, going with this goodness. one. I can get out of my crate and I can do whatever I want. And that is clearly analogous for many things with me. Because, I know, me too. You know? I have to say me too. I am just a girl who can't say no. I remember Scotty used to say we'd be in a grocery store or in a drugstore. And he used to say, you know, I, he used to break me down. And guess what? He did. 
he could break me down and I say, Scott, you know, you should be a lawyer someday. Like for gum or? For gum, for candy. <laughs> and he just knew the more he kept asking and asking and giving me reasons why he shouldn't. Why couldn't I? And what's the big deal? And okay, I'll save it. And I don't have to have it now. I'll put it in my pocket. I'll, I mean, I just couldn't handle it anymore. It was just like, okay, fine. See, that's the goalie, right? That's your goalie. That's the goalie. That's weird, because that's how my little one is. Yes. My older one is not like that, but the little one, I always say, like, you should become a litigator when you get older or something, because he negotiates That's what Scott does. Everything. Everything. And they're good at it. I mean, you know, it's an art, let's face it. I guess. It's it's a... In innate art, apparently. But so the dog, so the dog stayed at home Thanksgiving, or Cubby. Cubby stayed, yeah. She's super, super cute, but she just, you know. Yeah. What's happening with the um, house training and the? Um, well, that's the other thing. She with the babysitter. The babysitter's like, oh, she just goes on the papers. She, I didn't have one accident with her. I'm like, what? <laughs> I take her out. She doesn't go. I bring her in. She go. You know, there's a, you know. Oriental rug, boom. Wait. Um, wait. You know, she's on it. Wait. That is... Uh, it's like the opposite. Then I hope you're punishing her. No. Well, how do you there's do no that? There's no bad dogs, just bad no, there's, people. No, but what they bad do... Cares. No, 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 no. There are no bad dogs, but what they do... I mean, it's just like a child. The child's not bad, but it's... Right. The action they're doing is not... You're supposed to catch the dog... Because the second, like if they if they do have an accident on the floor, and then you go back and you say, "Oh, that's bad," they don't even remember what you're saying. It's bad for like it's in, you know. So they you have to catch the dog in the action. So when they're doing something good, you praise them right. doing something good while they're doing it. If they're doing something bad, you have to say, "Oh, that's very naughty," when they're doing it. But do you have the dog? I mean. You know, because Cubby's little and your home is big, so are you confining him? Um, that's the other thing. She you grew like a foot in three oh. days. But are you confining her? Because that's a big space. For well, I have her in her crate. Okay. And then when she's not in the crate, I have like a, um, you know, the craft room in my house. The craft room, which is only <laughs> the craft room, everybody, favorite <laughs> listeners. Do you know how big the craft room is? It's like a It's got small like two kitchen. washing machine and dryers in it. It's like a big, huge... But is that too big? No. But I no, thought that's it was a very good space. But I thought it was okay to put her in the crate. I wouldn't keep her in the crate. I would keep her in her space. Because if you let, I mean, what do I know? But I think if you let a puppy in a big space, it's overwhelming to them. Right. But if you just confine her in her space. Yeah, I think she just wants to see us and be with us. Of course and, she does. And she doesn't see us when she's in that space. So I have to figure out. You know, well, you know what I do remember with Owen, Owen, our dog, which is a wired hair fox terrier. Oh, he's, he's so, so cute. He's so cute, and he's the best. He's such he a. Doesn't good even guy. look like a real dog. No, he doesn't. He looks he's, like a stuffed animal. He looks like a stuffed animal. Everybody loves him. He's, he's just so popular. He's very sophisticated. He's, Owen. Oh, yes, he's a cuddle. He's just a wonderful, wonderful dog. Um, but I do remember it took, and I, it took a, a, about a year. To let them just wander. Right. Because I remember thinking, and everyone said, no, you have to let him wander. But, you know, it was just too big. Right. The space was too big. He needs to be confined in his own area. And then we just kind of, it just grew. But it was it was difficult. But it but comes he couldn't see you in that area that, that he's in. Well, everybody's in the kitchen. Oh, they just That's go all in. the kitchen. We kept him in the kitchen. From the kitchen to the laundry room. 
so he had that whole space. Right. And every that's where everybody is. Well, I think I've got to maybe then move her up to the kitchen upstairs instead of being downstairs because nobody's down there. Oh, then you should do it. In the day, maybe if you're upstairs, I'd put her in the kitchen. And then you can take her, if the kids are home, you take her down to the space downstairs. Right. Oh, my goodness Favorite gracious. listeners, I know you're loving this uh, because you know what? The holidays are just around the corner. And so I know that some of you out there are probably thinking about maybe getting a puppy. Um, or a, Think twice about that. Yeah, I know. Or rescuing a puppy or rescuing a dog. I, you know, I do. I can see that it really has brought a lot of joy, you know, to my children, especially well, the little one. it's a great distraction getting off the husband's back. You know, <laughs> well, sure. he's like, you know, the, the dog is going back if this dog doesn't stop howling and crying and whining. I mean, we, the neighbors complained, you know. Um, Oh, yeah. You can always get a vocal cord block. You know, oh, no, I would never do <laughs> no, that. I'm teasing. But, um, yeah, so Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yes, I did have a good Thanksgiving. Um, we were, we went out, we went to California on Thanksgiving when we were with the whole family. And we had a really nice Thanksgiving. It was really, you know, we had great, great fun. We were with all the kids, and everybody had a wonderful time. And it was beautiful in the day, and it was cold at night. It's cold. California's cold. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, like dry a dry cold. cold. So it feels yeah, it feels cold. We actually went out to California as well. We went to Laguna, and um, it was cold. Uh, but you, and we of course since we went at the last minute we didn't have reservations for dinner and so we couldn't get reservations and um, we ended up staying in for room service because we couldn't get reservations for Thanksgiving dinner anywhere um, which was kind of weird but it was kind of nice wait I'm very surprised they didn't because you stayed at a beautiful hotel did yeah. you not yeah and they didn't accommodate you guys no they're, they wow. had a waiting okay. list. Okay, what's happening to our world? It's true. I mean, I was shocked by it. But um, I mean, you know what? People are so busy that to think of all the details, I mean, yes, you probably They were like, should've. well, if you want to eat at 3 o'clock, but, you know, we didn't want to eat at 3 o'clock. You know, the kids were gone. I mean, the well, you saved one one turkey. One, we saved a turkey. No, well, not really. Save a turkey. Because yesterday, you know, my eight-year-old said, Mom, we have to have Thanksgiving dinner. So I made an entire Thanksgiving dinner yesterday. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, nobody really eats Thanksgiving dinner. I do. I mean, it just... I love you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. We do... We I try to do two Thanksgiving dinners because I like to do it again at Christmas. I don't know. I love And that's exactly why do you do it again at Christmas? Because you just had it for Thanksgiving. Because you love it. Why do you make another turkey for Thanksgiving? Because you love turkey. I mean, people do this. I no, know. I love it because I love turkey and I love the cranberries and I love the dressing. I think it's because it's a visual. It's no, like abundant. Absolutely it's big. not. No, no, no. It's big, it's brown, not it's crispy. Not for me, it isn't. No, I, I love it. Um, now, I happened to be with a, a gal when I was in California and I said, Now, did you cook? And she said, I cooked. She cooked a fried turkey. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. And she said, and I'll never cook another turkey again because the fried turkey was the greatest. She said it was the greatest thing I've ever done. It's so and dangerous. She said, Matter of fact, I cooked two fried turkeys. Wow. I didn't ask her how big her group was, but yeah. You yeah, you have to like do that in the alley. I mean you've got to be like outside 
with a giant, you know, yeah, with a giant pot and oil, and I mean, it's dangerous. I didn't want to ask her about her group, but oh, that's wow! I've always, I've always wanted to do that. She said it was the best bird she's ever had. You'd have to go to Costco and get like a pallet of oil. <laughs> right? You'd have to buy gallons and gallons. I know. But that, so we had fun. We had a great time, and you know, but I have. Um, and I had mentioned to everybody that instead of uh, buying all these gifts, which I go crazy about every year, I start buying with catalogs, and then I get, I buy as much as stuff as I can with catalogs, and then I start panicking. So, like the last week prior to Christmas, I start getting really panicky, and I start going in the stores, and I start finding really beautiful things in the stores. And I think, why did I get? And so I double buy, and it's mounds and piles. And I'm just, I'm really not going to do that this year. I'm really trying to go back and think of the fact of going into the holiday season as a child, where you don't buy any gifts for anybody. <laughs> I used and to, you, like, take my parents' polka records and wrap them and give them back to them. Yeah. But, you know, but, I mean, look how, you know, thought I mean, that counts. But, you know, when you think about it, here you have, you know, this beautiful holiday of love and sharing and being with your friends. and But as you get older, you don't enjoy it. No. Because it's so much pressure. Because you, it's pressure. So you don't enjoy this wonderful Christmas time. And you, it gets muddled with feeling the pressure of, oh, I've got to attend this party. I've got to go to that party. I've got to get gifts. Oh, I've got to get a hostess gift. Oh, I've got to have a dinner party. Oh, I've got to decorate my house. Oh, I have to buy gifts for everybody. Oh, I have to do schedules for everybody. Oh, what are we going to do after Christmas? i got to think. So it gets muddled. But if you can, so my goal, I guess what I'm saying is my goal is to try to take myself back into my childhood and think about really the fantasy of Christmas and the magic of Christmas. And, you know, we had mentioned a couple shows uh, back about the Deepak Chopra 21-day... Uh, I signed up. I, I got to nine days, and then I got segued into um, kind of an emergency situation. And I have to tell you, I downloaded it, so I will always have it, because I know they're going to take it off the air. But I just... I. Th it, it was a wonderful thing, and I feel I've really missed it. Have you been able to do it? And I haven't. I haven't done it. I've read it, you know, every day, but I haven't meditated. Over but have it. you listened? But have you yeah. listened to his voice yeah. and how he's I mean, channeled it? Absolutely amazing. I mean, I would recommend it for anybody. You know, it's I it's hope so they do it amazing. Again. So, favorite listeners, and notice that I'm calling everyone favorite listeners because I'm copying Gail King. So ah. Gail, I'm <laughs> I'm giving you a shout out, girlfriend. Um, she's off the radio now. Now she's on TV. So, um, favorite listeners, um, we do, you know, tune in to 21 Days, the Meditation Challenge uh, by Deepak Chopra. You can still, you can still down, you can download it, or you can start at day one right now. It's still going on, and I think it's a real wonderful meditation process to take with you going through the holidays. I think you'll really enjoy it. I, I really do. I, uh, you know, I, I've really enjoyed it, and I have to say it's very practical advice. You know, however, 
You know, I start. I was so relaxed when we came back. You know, I, I yeah, know, I haven't. I didn't hear from you. I was like, I hiked every day. You know, with with my little one, and you know, they played golf and we played tennis. We played basketball. We swam, even though it was freezing. Um, and it just, you know, it was like I wore the same sweater and sweatpants because I was cold, and of course, I packed an entire suitcase of stuff of that I never you did. wore. And, you know, I just was so relaxed. Then I get home, and it's like I feel this pressure of I having too, to, Whitney. like, create the magic of Christmas I do too. for my family. And, you know, when I think about it, you and know, if it's you one don't day. It, it doesn't get created. It doesn't right. get created. But I think about it, it's like one day of the year, and all of this stuff goes on for one day. And, you know, it just... It, it just seems to me like, you know, and it's a lot, you know, to bring, you know, it just seems like it's a lot to have to, you know, and I'm hoping that, you know, I say the same thing year after year after year, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple, you know, I'm just, it's not going to stress out about it, not going to spend a lot of money on it, you know, just keep it simple. And then I always end up feeling like I didn't do enough, <laughs> you know, I know. Um, and you know, it's like the rules of reciprocity, you know, it's like what you said about, you know, oh, I have right. to get this person a gift and that person a gift. And, you know, it's like there's this, you know, when you get those, they, your name with the labels on it and it's like yes. from, you know, the Heart Association or something and you feel guilty if you throw it in the garbage can. So, you know, you have to send the money or whatever. I feel like that's, I'm caught up in like that, like it's, it's, I'm not giving enough or doing enough <sighs> or saying thank you enough. And you know, for every single person I know that, you know, is very successful, you know, I could, I know, you know, at least one person who's having such a hard time right now. It's really true. And, you know, um, I read this wonderful article about finding the attitude of gratitude that was in the newspaper. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but I just thought she had some wonderful tips on, on, uh, on gratitude. And, one of the things one of the readers had said well what if you don't what if you can't be thankful for anything i mean i'm out of a job um, i'm going through a divorce i you know all of these problems that they had and a psychiatrist had answered her by the name of judith orloff and she's also the author of positive energy 10 extraordinary prescriptions for transforming fatigue stress fear into vibrance strength and love. Ooh, that sounds so good. Take that. But anyhow, so one of her things that she had suggested doing is um, that instantly she feels changes you. So if you have nothing to be grateful for at the moment, which seems impossible because there's always some little something that you can find that you're grateful in any situation, is just the gift of service, whether it's opening a door for somebody, but being consciously aware of it. Yes. You know, because we go through life and we open the doors for people and we pick up a piece of paper or we pick up pencils if you see someone dropping something or whatever it is. But, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. But it's just being conscious of it. And like, Absolutely. oh, I'm opening the door for this person because she has a handful of groceries. That, she suggests, will start turning, if you're consciously aware of it, it will start turning that fatigue and stress into a more positive energy. And that's how you change the energy force in your body. The other thing that she suggested with I thought was really interesting is she said something about leaving little bits of money, which you do. Whitney. I do that. Yes, no, you I do. do I know you do. 
I'm aware, but leaving little just bits of money for people, not necessarily that they see that you do it, right? But you, you, that they just come upon it as they come upon it because it makes right. people happy right. if you find a dollar or you find 50 cents i go, do that oh sometimes God. i put it on top of the um, mailbox or I, I i love doing that that's wonderful and my kids are always like mom what are you i'm like You're, we're making somebody's day right you now. know what that is really wonderful and so you have one of the keys to what she says is one of the change because by doing that you become aware that you are consciously going to make someone happy. Right. You don't know when that's going to happen when they come upon that. It doesn't Just have to big be big old cupcake of Santa Claus. Yeah, it doesn't have to be fifty dollars. It can be a dime. No, right. It can be a exactly. quarter. I thought that was a wonderful idea. I really liked it. Well, I'll, I like your uh, what, what you're sharing with us much more. I. I pulled out this from a magazine seven tricks to help keep you going to get non-stop energy red and, bull uh, is red bull right. list on that they say go for a natural high which is what uh, is that you know to t exercise regularly and take resveratrol and an alpha you know if we took all this stuff we'd be up to like 30 vitamins a day yes i do um <laughs> and you know what we we do that we like drinking our zri That's yes we, we do, do. Um, exercise 20 to 40 minutes a day. I do. Get moving. I do. Uh, use caffeine wisely. I do. Um, you can drink green and black teas, but I do. Don't drink too much of that. Keep mints handy. I don't. Peppermint smelling or tasting it stimulates uh, the transgerma transgerminal nerve, which is connected to part of the brain that induces wakefulness. And then my favorite, eat chocolate. Yes. Really, eating small amounts of dark chocolate can boost physical endurance. I, I consume large amounts of chocolate. <laughs> what about raising libido over the holidays? Anything um, about that in that article? Well, I know for my husband, if I you know, retired my credit cards over the holidays, that would probably raise his libido. But you know what? I don't think it would. Because you know what? I think that he would feel like, ooh, because I know when I do that, and like I've tried on like a couple of Bill's birthdays, depending on my mood, I will not do a whole lot, and he really misses it. He complains about the fact of, you know, Shelly, have gone overboard? But you know what? On that particular day that I didn't do it, he was like, well, where, where's, right, my where's my cake? Didn't, yeah. Where's my cards? Did you, didn't you? I said, well, you never seem to with Christmas. It. It's like, I know that I'm, I'm going to do all this stuff, bring all this stuff up, get it all up. But you're good at it. And then, but I, I don't have a husband who's like, appreciates it. You know, I don't like, he doesn't it. care. Oh, like, God, know? do we have to go through this? I think your husband does appreciate it. I, I don't know. He, it's just the dance. Yeah, I think it's you're right your dance. That. I think you're right about that. So, you know, I really do because I think he does appreciate it, and I know your kids do, and I know your friends do. What I actually one of the things I was going to ask you is, I definitely need do you to want a double shop for year. me for the boys because I have no idea what to get an eighteen-year-old. You know what? I think that uh, this is the year of besides fiscal, a car. This is the year of fiscal responsibility. I Ooh, think that sounds heavy. I think this is the year that. Um, you know, they get a, they learn how to balance a checkbook, how yeah. to deal with a credit card. So that's not a Christmas gift. Um, it's just, you know, I asked Blake what he wanted besides, like, an endangered animal or something. You know, he usually puts down something crazy like a bald eagle on his list or, you know, a panther, you know. 
Well, they got a dog. Um, yeah. It, he This year he said he wanted uh, Disney stock Oh, or very good. Apple stock. He would like us to start an account for him. I like that. With stock. So I thought, oh, that's that's kind of cool. That's good. Because he really... I think he's you know, ready for college. He doesn't want anything. See, I told you he'd be ready for college. You know, well, I don't, I don't know. They're leaving... Uh, my husband and Blake are leaving uh, oh, this weekend. Yeah, to this go weekend. look at some schools. To go look at some schools out east um, to do a PG year, which is a postgraduate. Well, yeah, new thing for me, um, but apparently. Wonderful idea. And uh, so he's looking to, you know, do another year of high school. Although I don't, well. Well, part know. of me thinks it's just postponing, you know, the inevitable, but then part of me. I do see the wisdom, at least for my son, in that I think it will help him get the most out of his college experience. I don't think he would, he, he, he'll probably get there. Well, but, first of all, uh, he's going to feel very safe. He will feel safe. So, because he's going to be looking at younger kids. Right, that's true. So he's going to immediately feel safe. And he's going to feel like, ooh, you know, this feels good to me because I will be safe. Um, just knowing Blake the way I know him, I, you know, I just think he's such a terrific boy. Not that, you know, I, I believe, I'm a great believer in PG years. I think they're incredible. But, you know, you'll figure it out. He'll know. But you know that he's going to come back and say, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do because it's safe. Right. Well, I think I told you that, you know, of all the colleges we looked at, I was just fascinated by seeing all these schools and, you know, and just learning about the country from the perspective of, I could see why comedians and, and people, you know, musicians and singers, performers, like doing these college tours because right. you really get, you know, politicians, you know, you get a different energy, you know, and it's, you know, it's new, it's exciting, um, and it's, you know, and you learn, like, a lot about the city or, you know, that you're in. Uh, but he never really clicked. It was like he was just a total flatliner the, you know, the entire time. Well, he loved Northwestern. And, oh, well, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I just see that's such a great school for him. I just think it'd be so incredible. I think he's so ready. But, you know, everybody has to feel it, and you certainly know better than myself. So, well, you still, I mean, let's, if I hope, I mean, he applied to Northwestern. You still accept you know, right. and then you just go a year later when right. you're you right. know, when ready you to feel really right. take advantage of every opportunity there. But yeah, that was his, he loved it. And he loves USC. Beautiful school. Um, but you know, it just, I, I think maybe he'll probably be ready to for college in July, but right now it's like... Right. So he's applying to both, but it's... it's I know, I gotta get back on the wagon with that too. It's like, it's craziness. Did you see uh, the Vogue creative director, Grace Coddington? No, but you're listening to Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. She is uh, 71, 72, and I read this interview with her, and it was just like 20, you know, odd questions. And it really made me realize something, that, you know, just to live in your own shoes... I mean, she absolutely, you can tell, does not give a shit what anybody thinks of her. You know, she, you know, they said, uh, you know, she hates to see uh, older women dressed in a young way. You know, she wears flats because they make her feet feel better, and she doesn't like, you know, wearing high heels. You know, she feels uncomfortable wearing them. Um, 
but she just you could you know in the interview she just really it was like she owned her own stuff like you know it was like and how old is she 71 well and uh it's good you know, she said, you know, they said, well, what do you like to wear? And she said, because none of the designers make things in her size, which I can completely relate to, right? She has, you know, Prada makes her shirts and, you know, but it wasn't like she was, you know, was like, no, I'm, this is who I am. And I thought, wow, it's just really cool reading about it because, you know, they're like, what books are you reading? She's like, I'm not a reader. I don't really like reading. I yeah. love that. Like, just she just owned it, you know. Like, I know she didn't make excuses for herself, right? You know, I think that's wonderful. Um, and then they asked her, "Well, who do you think, you know, really, you know, who's dresses well?" And she's like, "Well, I think certain people are chic, but don't ask me who because I can't think of their names, and they're, the people that I could think of are probably all dead." <laughs> just you know, um, you know, and I just I from it I just thought to myself, you know, it's kind of that's the goal to just really. Be yourself and, you know, own, own your own stuff. Own your own stuff. I think that's really, I think that's what life is all about. But it takes a long time and it takes going through a lot of pain and to, on your own journey to finally get to that space. And if you do, I think it's wonderful. And I hope you celebrate it. I think that's really great. Speaking of celebrating, um, getting into our we always have to have, like, trash Hollywood segment. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if you'd seen any movies. I did see Lincoln, but I think we talked about that. I liked it a lot. I thought it was very good. But did you read where, did you, have you read where Haley's uh, boyfriend, Haley Berry's boyfriend? And <gasps> Can you believe that? What's going on with this girl? Why is she allowing herself to get in these great, crazy, goofy relationships? Well, because that's what's comfortable. That's the pattern. Exactly. Unless Thank you. you can, that's what she knows. That's what she knows. Unless you can break the pattern, that's what feels comfortable, you know? Well, exactly. That's what we, you know. And that's a really good aha moment, Whitney. That was really good. Because, you know, everybody has those moments. It's like I said to you earlier. It's the dance. People get used to a certain way they um, they communicate with their spouse, and it's their little dance that they go through, whether it's charge cards or whether it's this or that. Well, I'll tell you, I rented the movie. Uh, it's the one with Meryl Streep, uh, Hope Springs. I haven't seen it. Where Who's the guy from The Office is the shrink? And they're middle-aged, and they've been married for 25, 30 years. And I, I cried my eyes out. Oh, I want to get it. Because, not because it was such a good movie. I, I cried my eyes out because you can see what happens in this marriage, like where they just do, it's like they're comfortable with each other. They take each other for granted. And, you Did know. they stay together? Yes. Oh, good. But, she, but, but Meryl Streep's character is like, you know, like you don't kiss me. You don't touch me. You don't look at me, you know. Like I, I, you know, I'm interesting to you or beautiful, and it's so painful to watch them. They, she ends up. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna get it. She, she ends up taking them to Hope Springs to this shrink who is like a marriage counselor, and you know, he like helps them, you know, navigate their way back to you know having a relationship. And the kids are grown and gone, and it's just the two of them, and 
Um, he's always complaining about, you know, how much a cup of coffee is and that you get into this, like, this pattern and you can't break out of the pattern and he teaches them how to break out of the pattern. That's so, well... But it made me so sad because, you know what, that is what happens. That is what happens. And that is what a really good psychiatrist or a psychologist is supposed to do, is to break you out of the pattern. And I don't think they do that. But again, if you go back to your conscious awareness, that is the key to life. And Tommy Lee Jones is the husband. And he's just like, you Wonderful. know, I love him. And Wonderful. you know what? Like, he just, it's like, he will not, like, what is wrong with the way we are? Everything's fine. You know, they sleep in separate rooms, and I, which I can totally relate I to, agree to. I could agree to my that. my husband, who snores like a bear, you know, I would say half the time ends up sleeping in the guest room, or I'm going to just take a pillow and just suffocate him. And, you know... She gets her hair cut, and, he, and she knows he doesn't like, you know, her hair too short. And it's like all the normal just things that you know that just, it's just like real-life normal stuff. But it's so painful to watch because it's so relatable, you know. Oh, I'm going to get it. It's like What's in, the name of it again? I have to write Hope it down. Hope Springs. Hope Springs, everybody. Sounds like a good... Well, I don't know. You're saying it's painful to watch, but it's I painful, love that but it's kind good of stuff. because, of course, well, I don't want to tell you the end, but I mean, it's a happy ending, and you go like, "Wow, I, I hope," you know. I, it's like this is things it's I need real. to work on. It's, it's real. real. I love that. You know, it's like in AA we say, you know, the definition of insanity is to continue doing the same thing over and over, hoping for a different result, but you never get the different result. So. You have that's to. insanity, so you have to change the pattern. You have to change it. See, I think that's what's happening with Haley Berry. I mean, I don't know Haley Berry, but she seems to me to keep repeating the same mistakes, and now she's got this little gorgeous child intertwined in this which is love triangle awful. between her ex-husband and her new boyfriend, which is crazy. It's yeah, just, it's just, it's a lot of toxic drama, and but she, I'll t I'll give her one thing: she finds extraordinarily good-looking guys. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's just, and she's got an extraordinary amount of money, and she's gorgeous. I and mean, I don't all know younger. where she sources these guys, but yeah, she's, you know, they're all younger than her, and she comes from a lack of self-love. Yeah. It comes from a lack of self-love. Also, they're not, you know, I think they're they're gorgeous. Who, knows what their personality is and who knows well, what their obviously occupation abusive, is. right? No, but their occupation. One was a model. I don't know what the other one was. Nothing against models, but... You know, I think it's got to be difficult, too, when you're a certain age, whether you're a celebrity or a CEO, female CEO, and, you know, it's almost like you've got to have a younger person, you know, to have a relationship, whereas an older person, you know, won't up with you know that you have your own schedule and you have your own set right. ways of doing things and you know it's it's hard to you know I can see why she's with younger people but on the other hand I think that gets flipped around because a younger person's gonna you know eventually that younger person grows up right and they want something you know younger different and younger and something that they can control more and then all the stuff that's um, happening to Justin Bieber lately I don't know what's no what's happening oh. to Justin Bieber 
Well, he broke up with his girlfriend. That I, I heard. Selena, Selena Gomez. And she's a cutie. He, yeah, she's very cute. I, I, I've never been. I, I do appreciate his talent, but I've never been a big Justin Bieber fan. Um, and then it was written that um, that Gang Gangnam, you know, Gangnam oh, is the Korean the Gangnam style. Gangnam. Is yeah. it Gangnam? I think Gangnam. so. Gangnam. Yeah. So anyhow, that he uh, surpassed all the YouTube records of Justin's, which has been a big shock and upheaval out there for um, for Justin Bieber because he was like the lead person on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. So everyone's really into the. Well, I know that Gangnam Style guy, Gangnam. who you know went to Berkeley School of Music. I mean, he's not. Did? you know? Yeah. And you know. He's been, you know, practicing his craft, and he, you know, he came up with something that he knew was going to put some dinero in his pocket. Um, and I don't know if you saw the Saturday Night Live where they did. I a, didn't. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. And you know, my little one was that for Halloween. You know. He, yeah. You know, what was he for Halloween? And you know, did you know it's the senior class song for our boy, our older boys? That's their no. senior class song. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Um, because it's about like the it's like a, a very upscale neighborhood I guess and it's about and it's an equestrian neighborhood so, so it's, the, it's like, what does that have to do with living in the city of Chicago and it, it it's uh, in any city it's it's got to do you know every city New York mm -hmm. Los Angeles they all have their equestrian communities right and it's the style that they bring you know oh. that kind of that, that style, that equestrian style, but it's a fun song and it makes you want to move. You know, yeah, I, 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 I know it's great. Poor Justin, he's just going to have to come up with something new. I know. Well, he will. He will. He's young. He's growing. He's you know very and he's talented. From, isn't he from Canada originally? So yeah, I, that's why I think I just wrote him off. Because <laughs> that's unless, terrible. Unless you're homegrown here in the United States or you studied here in the United States, I don't really care what happens to your career. Oh, Russell Crowe's going to be playing Noah. Love it. He'd be perfect. Is yeah. I adore right? him. Right? I adore him. He's like the new. He's uh, also going through a divorce. Yeah. He's like. So I've heard. He's like the new. Uh, who's I the guy from Ben Hur? Oh, come on. That now, see Russell Crowe. Oh, ah. Uh, yeah. Ben Hur went to Northwestern. Not Gregory Peck. Ben Another Hur. alcoholic. Gregory. Uh, he used to say, "Oh, I don't. I only have one glass of wine, you know, a day, but I have a giant glass." Charlton Heston. Yes, thank Yay! you. Charlton yes, Heston. Charlton Gorgeous Heston. Charlton Heston. Uh, yeah, Russell Crowe. Now you know when they say about Holly. Oh, Shelley, who do you love in Hollywood? Who's your guy? Who really, you know. I'm not into the pretty guys. I'm into the Russell Crows. I'm into the Tommy the Lee manly Jones. Men. I'm into the yeah. man. Yeah. I'm into the man. He's got some power. Yeah. He's got some power. Difficult though. Yeah. You you can see how difficult he would be. We uh, were on vacation last year and and took a cabana next to the pool and he and his wife and kids were in the Russell cabana Crow? next to us. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't have an incredible body. No, not at all. But I mean, okay, maybe I'll change my mind. I mean, not at all. I mean, he's just got that normal, you know, pooch pot little belly thing going. But the thing that made me sad—I'm not surprised they're getting divorced—is that you know what? He sat like on a, a lounge chair reading, you know, and she was like playing with the kids and with the kids, and he never got up. So hello, you know, like never. Does that surprise you? No, not at all. Okay, well, so 
Not at all, said the mommy so, who played basketball, tennis, you know. <laughs> running your butt Bing off bong, through everything. Foosball, and me going and from swimming. this room to that room. Where's this one? I, what are they doing? Oh, I got to make sure that he's in the pool. Oh, no, I got to make sure that, you know. It's craziness. I don't know. We do it to ourselves, so Whitney. I know. All three of us, the girlfriends, yes, to all of our favorite listeners out there, if there's one message that we can leave you, it's not... You don't have to do that. I'm trying to break the pattern of trying to do it for everybody else and just trying to, you know, it's difficult. There's no doubt about it. It's the way I've lived my life. I've done it for 30 years since, you yeah, know. Yeah, but I think, like, whose expectation level, you know, are we trying to meet? You know, but we're doing a disservice to everybody in our family by doing that. Right, because if they don't do it the same way or, you know, does it make it less important or not as nice? I mean, no, it ruins our day because... <laughs> right. It ruins <laughs> our day. They don't really care. It ruins our day because they're not doing it the way we should. they should be doing it because we would do it better. Right. That's the bottom line, listeners. Right. Help us. Did I tell you that Call Santa us. at my house last year, Santa decided to get those big bags from the container store yes. and put the toys in the big bags yes. with a giant boat instead of wrapping each one individually? And, wow, there was disappointment. But wait, was Santa there? No, wait, okay, so wait, I will... This is why I had to make Thanksgiving dinner yesterday. No, but wait, okay, so who... Okay, so was that on Christmas morning? Yes. Okay, well, that doesn't bother me so much. Oh, well, it bothered my children because they everything usually... wasn't individually wrapped and, you know, stacked, you know, nicely or displayed But nicely. it was clever that he put them all in a bag. Santa put two bags out, one for each child. And they the just opened the bag and, and saw the stuff. And they the bag and saw the stuff. You know. Did you have a bag? So, no, Whitney, Whitney did not have a bag. Okay, that would irritate me. I, I I haven't had a bag for a while. I know that's changed the dance. But you know what? That this is from I my kids. Just I, the thought of it, I can't. The thought of me thought of in a little room, you know, when they're sound asleep, wrapping presents. I mean, it's too stressful, it's, Whitney. It's I can't stressful. even discuss it. It's stressful talking about it. You know, and yes, this is why I have a craft room so I can, you know, <laughs> I've got my ribbons organized. You know, I love giving presents. The, oh, I'm, I'm having an aha moment. You know what it is? What? I like giving gifts when I, when I want to give gifts. I don't like having to give gifts. You're like my husband. On Christmas. That's what it is. I know. That's and Because that's, I always feel like I'm disappointing somebody. I know. It's very hard to do that. And my husband is a great guy for that. So he can show up Christmas with no gifts, which can destroy me. Hey, I can be see, like, how what? You, how can you do that? He, but he does not like a holiday to dictate to him. That's how I feel. Okay, but he does it. You don't. I can't. I'm okay. not capable. Well, there's I a wish difference. I could. There's a difference. But then, uh, a month later, if something, you right. know, if he hap or he has something on his mind and he does a lot of research on some greatness of something, he will purchase it and then he will. Do, it, it, you know what? A lot of that is. I, I had an aha moment. That's control. That's that's almost like I'm not having the universe tell me what I have to do on a certain day. I will do what I want to do. It's taking the other path. 
that's very hard. That's yeah. difficult. It's challenging. I'm not saying that happens all the time, but there are times when it does. But I also think it's because, you know, when I'm, like, out and about and I see something that reminds me of someone I care about. You want to do it. Then I want to do it. When it's, like, I have to do, do, it, do it because it's Jesus' birthday, you know, I it just, like, to me, it, it just feels like I can't do something as special or as thoughtful. Right. I don't know. But here's how sad this is. You... The, the fact of the matter is, is that you say Jesus' birthday. It's gotten so commercial that you're not really celebrating Jesus' birthday. No, of course not. That's what's so sad because it's so beautiful and it's so spiritual. And people don't. It should be. It gets twisted with I mean, all this other be. stuff. But in my neighborhood, it's, you know, you better have all those lights up and, you know by the festival of lights so before thanksgiving i have to have you know everything's it, it just it's too much it's too much and it, it it we don't recognize the meaning of it and like i said for every good story you know one of my friends moms um found out she has you know cancer in her mouth or something and her car broke down and she's 80 years old and this is out in the suburbs and you know, um, somebody, nobody stopped, and finally somebody stopped to help this woman and, you know, gave her tea and drove her home. And, you know, she can't, she's older, so she can't afford to get a new car. So now she's going to take a cab to radiation. I mean, like, there's so many mm. stories like this of, you know, and I, I know that it's, you know, tough everywhere, but literally in your own backyard. If you just look, you'll, you know, find places where you can make a difference, you know. Wow. Um, and it's just, it's its everywhere, you know. It, it, it's, uh, you know, I would like to be able to simplify things and not feel guilty about it. I mean. Well, I really liked your purple pig last year. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> That's the pig that you I love the purple crack the pig and you, you know. crack the pig Jeff have you heard of that mm -hmm. oh well I'll get you one for Christmas I look forward to it you it's, crack it's a, it's the a, pig it's a good luck good tradition mm -hmm. it's a good luck tradition but at the same it's time that it's pig. a yeah the same time it's a good tradition you crack that pig well that's what we're so going to carry around with our chocolate and our vitamins we'll carry the pig around we carry the pig, carry the pig and or we the mallet and we crack that pig it's fun right it's fun it's great fun we love you, favorite listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to I the I love the non-favorites, too. And we love the non-favorite listeners. Oh, then catch the new DuJour magazine. What um, What's that? It's a brand new magazine. Beautiful. Um, and absolutely spectacular. And, um, you know, our friend Jason, who um, started Ocean Drive magazine. Oh, and wonderful. He, uh, Good for him. He now started this new magazine. And that looks beautiful. It is spectacular. Because Vogus, Vogus, ugh. This, um, you know, the thing about DuJour is that it covers, like, the entire country, and it's, like, the best of the best of the best of the best. That's wonderful. It's really fun. So I brought this That's for beautiful. You. Oh, thank you. So I'm very excited. It's a heavy thing. It's heavy. Ooh, that's the best picture, Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole heavy. Kidman is on the cover, and she looks gorgeous. Oh, it's a spectacular uh, photo shoot of her. And uh, have you seen, if you want to give yourself a fantasy gift, yes. go online and look at the Cartier La Odyssey video. Really? They, they created this video for uh, their jewelry campaign, 
and it's like these animals come to life in jewels. The jewels like come like to life and become, an, yeah, and become animals. And it, it's such a fantasy, and it's so beautiful. Whoever well, did that it sounds like a treat. I mean, it, it's a treat. It's just like a visual escape. I mean, that it's sounds like and a the music is beautiful, treat. and it's free. Well, favorite listeners, we love you, and next week we'll be back. We miss you, Shauna. We miss you, Shauna, and she'll be returning with us next week. So thanks for tuning in to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. Bye-bye.